Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and your dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. And by thrilling, I mean probably a training montage. Huh? Uh, joining me here today, we have... Daniel playing Ched Fleek. Hey, Hall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle playing Tarjux. Uh, who wants to... We don't have any fan mail, uh, because we stopped recording the previous episode, like, ten minutes ago. Um, yep. Patches has done that before. <laughs> I know, but, like, it happening once is just, like, it's so astronomically rare. Mm -hmm. I can't um, believe it would happen a second time. Prove me wrong. I thought about messaging him and being like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, who wants to tell us what happened last time on the Alchemist Club? We woke up in a goddamn tube! <laughs> We're two people again! Were we ever not two people? Oh, yeah. We've been two people the entire campaign. Uh, so apparently for the last well, six months, we have we been... were, like... Yeah, we were cell people, come on. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. They, they hadn't gotten the tubes installed there yet. Right. We have been spent the last six months marinating in hatchling blood, and then Philomena rescued us from the True Church by blowing up and killing everything. And now we're on an airship having awkward small talk while she's trying to assess if we're about to turn into eldritch face-eating monsters. Which, in the case of Chad and Leyland, it's more likely than not. <laughs> yeah. All of our special superpowers are currently on overdrive, and we're in, we need to wrangle these wild stallions and bring them under our control. Uh -huh. Possibly literally in Chet's case. I'll take them odds. Chet does have experience at being a horse question mark. Not true. I have experience at being several of the things that I'm shifting into. Yes. So you find yourselves in Yon airship with Philemon and Green Bottle, who uh, has demonstrated a great deal of power that her appearance as Professor Emeritus of History at the Hall of Mysteries uh, belies. Uh, and she has been catching you up on the state of the world and the time that you were away. And you are yes. heading for Teliferous, which is parked at a an iconoclast safe house um, with presumably Basil and Ivy. Of note, the tree ship has been like stalked by a bunch of elves from Sildal who are presumably trying to take it back um look with that and yeah uh Philomena has said that she wants you guys to get your new powers question mark question mark question mark under control uh before loosing you back out on the world understandable so there you are uh occasionally she will get up and make slight adjustments to your bearing um Terajux, you note that as time goes on uh angloria is getting closer aha what do you do i think i'm gonna I'm going to do what I usually do during, like, travel when I'm not needed elsewhere and go sit on the front of the airship and do my usual, some would call it meditation, but uh, it's cooler when I do it. So my <laughs> usual, like, listen to the wind thing, but now with uh, that hearing that you get right after you yawn really wide and your ears pop. Go ahead, big York. Concentration check. Uh, that is going to be a total of 12. Okay. And what what is Terajux thinking about as he settles down to meditate? I'm thinking about TJM. That little guy depends on me. On, on all of us. And I abandoned him. Just like I was abandoned by my father. Is it, <laughs> is it cyclic? Are the sins of the father passed on to the son? Am I an unfit caretaker? Am I just like him? All these and more. 
So you make your... You start to meditate. Sit. Float, question mark, cross-legged at the prow of the ship and just try to listen to the wind. And you hear everything. You hear conversations, uh, people yelling, people screaming. You hear winds. You hear water. You hear the rumble of the anchor beneath your feet, a sound that is very nearly subsonic. Um, and you hear the familiar voices of, of Basil and Ivy um, ah. talking, you think, over the din about uh, a new species of plants. And you hear... Ivy say, oh, thank you, TGM. That was very thoughtful. And then their voices are lost in the wash of endless babble and sound and clamor. He's safe. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's everybody else doing? I mean, I'm probably trying to practice i'm just constantly trying to concentrate on maintaining my shape before i try to concentrate on maintaining other shapes okay uh give me a concentration check um i don't want to alarm anybody but i rolled a one Mm. Uh, Chad sublimates into three different kinds of elements Sub- at once. Sublimates? Oh! I vaporized? He is simultaneously oh. on fire and water and earth, and they don't mix very well. Ooh. There's a mess. There's lots of, there's lots of burning and steaming. They're, and... they're just hot mud. Glooping. <laughs> yeah. He... He turns into a delightful spa uh, treatment. <laughs> uh, the warm slime. Philomena, How does that affect my fire sense? You, when Ched bursts into flames initially, you it is right there, and the urge to reach out and grasp that flame and shape it is almost overpowering. So overpowering, in fact, that I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. Glad I asked. Uh, that is an 18. Okay. Uh, you overcome this urge, uh, make a note of it. It's a little concerning and very, um, watches as Ched's fires are extinguished and he turns into a, a puddle of bubbling mud. You are still conscious, Ched, by the way, in case you were wondering. Glop. Uh, hang on, hang on, I can translate. And I, I hurry over and I just I just get right down there and like, Ted, what is it? Are you okay? Are you hurt? Are you in pain? Why can't I stand up? Oh, uh, you're kind My of legs. a puddle. H- hang on, hootie hootie get booty. And then <laughs> I, I showed Ted himself that he is a puddle. <laughs> the puddle quivers. It's okay. Don't be afraid. Embrace it. Maybe... Maybe this is just the new you now, and we all just have to accept that. The puddle spreads. Oh. Oh. I, I, I'm, you like, can, I'm putting can... down my hands to, like, make sure he doesn't flow over the edge of the airship. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond, get a bucket! <laughs> I, um, I start to grab I, it with I my hands. I try to my shadow and see if, like, my shadow hand stops the Oh, I cast Shape Water, and I put him into, like, a very watery version of himself. <laughs> yeah, good new. Ched, make another concentration check, please. I don't have... I don't have advantage... Or, I don't have prof- proficiency in con checks, so... That's a nine. That's that's sufficient to revert to your more or less base form. Like Desmond scoops you up and shapes you into a very like as he is doing this, the mud is getting wetter. Um <laughs> into a very rough approximation of Ched and the mud sloughs off and, and Ched is underneath it. Um, looking very damp and also sprouting hooves just wherever. Hooves? Hooves, yeah. I started trying to preen the hooves. 
they fall off and disintegrate. Uh-huh. It's yeah, it's not a very pleasant <laughs> experience for anybody anybody present really at all. <clears throat> you hear like a you hear a bleeding, a soft bleeding. Uh huh. Uh, Philomena pinches the bridge of her nose and says, we're, I think, going to need quite a bit of work with you. He's fine! Look, he's good as new! Yeah, look. Bah! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Quite. (laughs) That wasn't too bad! (laughs) Somebody in Jux just dropped a tray of silverware. I have to go listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) She did not ask for this. She did not want this. Oh, you're like children, she says. I mean, I... Literally, in your case. I mean, no, I, I'm, I've reached the age of majority. Maturity. Majority. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's just not... Still a whole lot of time spent in this world, so... Um, Farrakh... Desmond and Leyland, what are you up to? Uh, I'm communing with Aquila. I'm thanking her for coming and rescuing me and uh, asking her to help me figure out my powers. Uh, You feel a warm maternal glow from Aquila. Um, And the puddle of water that has accumulated from where you were rescuing Chad... um, you can see visions dancing across it of of you as a great seer um able to dictate the whims of the future to to those around you nice and this transitions to an image of you like in thoughtful prayer and meditation surrounded by pools of water as you like focus on the images they show you so I use that to use that imagery, superpose it on the just I guess huge amount of data I'm trying to uh huh to try to focus through. Okay, so Desmond quiets down and um, is staring intently into a puddle of water. Falrock and uh, and Leolin, what are you up to? Uh, I am studying just, like, what happens as I, like, move my arm and this shadow hand moves. I'm just trying to understand. Because, you know, before all this happened, like, I had to, you know, concentrate really hard to just try to, like, you know, move through shadows. So how have I become, like, one with shadows? I'm just trying to, like, you know, understand this connection that has been formed. Mm-hmm. Um, you you can kind of intuitively feel other shadows around you, and you feel like you could occupy them if you if you wanted to. And in fact, as you notice them, you do kind of occupy them, even if you don't want to. And then so. I pull out my crossbow and I just kind of see if the crossbow does it occupy you know as my hand occupied certain shadows and like Terrajux could like high five it does the crossbow occupy that space? You go to take the crossbow off your back, as you always have, instinctually, without thinking about it, and it does appear in the hand that's on the other side of the room. Well, that's nifty. What a neat parlor. Maybe! Um... <laughs> yeah! I feel like I have to relearn <laughs> how to shoot. Well, I don't know where I'm shooting it, though. Because it's not in my hands. Yeah, you right? can't. Yeah, you you, you can't aim the same way. Yes. 
It's like now, a laser I'm thinking, pointer. now I'm thinking with portals, basically. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, we, oh we shit! Do need to get, like a laser pointer attachment because it's the it's the attachment crossbow, or uh -huh. you still have that. So yeah, it's it's the siege crossbow with all the uh, yes. modification slots. Red dot sight. <laughs> oh man. Um. Is there a, le a less flammable spot than the rest of the airship for Fall Rock to meditate on? It's not a very big airship. There, there's basically okay. like two cabins. And I can, uh, I can give you fly. I don't want to oh. get left behind. Well, and you, meditating and moving don't really go hand in hand. Oh, is that what I've been doing wrong this whole time? You've been moving while meditating. Constantly. Oh. Just like slowly rotating, not, oh. not like turning in a three hundred and sixty degree circle, but flipping head over heels. Oh yeah, there's like there's uh, precession and there's mutation. Like I don't rotate along one axis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No stillness is required. Oh. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you say so? I thought you knew. That, that's kind <laughs> of part of meditating is being still. I thought you were just tired while doing it. Alright, hang on. I gotta go try something. Okay. So so um, what are you doing, Fall Rock? I am trying to find a a less flammable place away from everyone else. And then instead of looking for the fires that are outside of me, I want to look at the soul and see if that's still <laughs> burning like it normally is. Or, you know, if that causes problems, if that blinds me. I don't know. Um... Hmm. Make a concentration check. Okay. That is a twenty-two. All right. Wow. Just nice. showing showing Terajux how it's done. Yeah, it's like he's he's completely still. It's incredible. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you put aside all of the other fires that you can see feel instinctively which aren't very many like you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere and you're pretty sure that it's just the fires that were in the facility that you were in behind you yeah um and you you turn your gaze inward and what you see is a a pillar of flame that is surrounded on all sides by a a pure white light and make an inside check. Okay. Uh, that is also a 22 different role, but this time with proficiency, <laughs> it almost looks like these two things are in conflict with one another. Hmm. Okay. Very interesting. I think so. So this would be the sort of the powers provided by the Sun Soul class versus the actual fire that Falrock's always felt. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to think on that a while. Mm hmm. Terajax, make a concentration check with advantage now that you know the secret of meditation. <laughs> Um, that is still only a 16. That's better. A little bit. Okay, what are you, what are you thinking about this time as you settle down I, and meditate? I think what I'm going to try to do here is I want to kind of stress test, like, how vague or how specific I can be. So, I clearly, I can detect what's happening around a particular named person but now i want to do like I, I just i start thinking about a squirrel okay just a squirrel i just like i picture a squirrel and I'm, what are squirrels up to these days out of the clatter and the din you hear like chittering chittering noises the sound like the skittering noise that squirrels make as they climb tree but you hear squirrel noises right uh -huh. up out of the, <laughs> this background okay. information 
mission accomplished. And there's uh, a little bit, a little too close by as well. Yeah. <laughs> that has inadvertently shifted into a squirrel-like creature. Ah, your ship's infested with squirrels! <laughs> Just one squirrel. It's infested with squirrel. Look, one giant squirrel. It, it starts with one gigantic man-shaped squirrel, and from there, you know, you get more of them. One and... gigantic man-shaped squirrel with a beak and feathers. Yeah, I'm a dire <laughs> one giant I leap for mankind. Oh yeah. Um, the last thing I want to think about while I have the party line open is uh, the symbol of the true church. I just want to picture that old circle pentagram thing in my mind. Pentagon, rather. Do you hear, or do you hear? Uh, you hear a lot of conversations, kind of come into sharper focus than all of the rest of the noise, but there are still so many Multiple. that actually picking oh. up anything is difficult. That is super useful. Okay. Um, that's fascinating. Oh, boy, Falrock, this meditating thing's pretty good. <laughs> I don't even notice you. <laughs> Falrock is a little bit on fire. Hmm. Like his his beard <clears throat> is smoldering. There might be ember. Like it looks like the bits at the bottom of a bonfire, all of the ash and little chunks of wood. That's what his beard looks like right now. Ooh. Hmm. Got black beard vibes. Yes. <sighs> Philomena observes all of this. With great interest. <laughs> you can almost feel her making mental notes and cataloging the things that you're doing and judging. <laughs> um, I think go ahead. Next, I want to picture a face. There's, oh, uh, the receptionist in the uh, Feyen Embassy in Jux, whose name I don't know, but whose face I remember. And I want to see if I have to have, a, like, a name, or... You don't get anything coming into clearer focus. Hmm. Okay. And I will note that you, like, in the interest of scientific inquiry, you don't know if that's because you need a name, or if... The receptionist isn't talking right now or making noise. Yeah, could be. Or is even on this plane of existence. Or is on this plane of existence. Yeah, I, I should have chosen someone who not from the Feywild. <laughs> that uh, might have been wise, yeah. Tessa might have tried to reach out to us and we didn't answer and be pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we ghosted uh, Queen Aurelia for six months and she's just pissed at us. You ever checked your uh, baronhood? <laughs> we we got fired. There's no way she didn't know where we were. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she's she like saw us in the tubes, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna let them marinate." <laughs> Think about how this much be better fun. they'll be. <laughs> yeah. How much more useful. This will be fun. <laughs> yeah. Is where the fun begins. Right. I ask Philomena how much longer till we reach the continent. How far away were we? It will be a little bit, uh, a bit of a journey, a, a day or so, until we reach land. This airship moves very quickly, uh, and it does, in fact, like you. Now that she points it out, it's going pretty darn fast she Wait. smiles what? it's the latest in experimental gnomish tech Ooh. oh there's a non-zero chance that it will fail catastrophically oh ho, ho. I, i'm sure Desmond will let us have... know if that's about to happen what point of reference do we have for its speed though like there's no are there any rocks just kind of floating nearby that we just like whiz past or I I mean I'm taking standard Juxian airspeed measurements. Terrajux is inherently able to tell the speed at which an airship is traveling. It's a tall wind and waits for Dayton just... back in the face. Exactly. 
I hold my wings out to to try and gauge the speed myself, and uh, feathers just start flying off and turning oh, into God. bubbles. Turning into bubbles. Yeah, and once once all of the feathers are gone, you take the form of an eel, just like flopping on the <laughs> ground. A large eel, no arms or legs. Okay, so since this is going to be a minute, I'm going to try again um, okay. to get a hold on this. And uh, Chet is going to he's going to picture or focus on the element that he is most familiar with, most comfortable with, the one that's been with him since he learned to fly, and that is air. Water. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bird baths and Manganese. all that. Man. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> neon. Uh-huh. He turns bright yellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just just good old air, um, and try and take the form of air or a bird in the wind, and see what happens. Okay, are you are you making Gone. a concentration check, or are you going to use a wild shape for this? Oh, I, I can do that. Um, I, you have the ability to transform into elementals, do you not? Like, that's just a feature that you have. Yeah, yeah, but that sounds... Okay. What, like cheating? Will, I, will you force me to roll for that? No. Okay, then yeah, I'll just wild shape into an air elemental. You wild shape into an air elemental. With... no. Okay. And I, I'm just air? You're just air. Huh. Well, that was easy. I just maintain that for a while. Okay, I think it lasts an hour, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so you can. Spend I forget an hour... how many. Um, camera five, two or three wild shape. That is not information should... that like that's something you should. Yeah, have. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> so, I'll if it becomes necessary, I'll I'll check on it. Mm-hmm. Philomena notes this with uh with great interest uh if anybody would like to do anything else during the journey now would be the time otherwise we will skip ahead to your arrival i'm good nothing here i i just try to gain some semblance of uh understanding of how to aim and operate my crossbow this new ability okay um i will say that you start to get a feel for it but nothing like trying to shoot still results in wild misfires to the point where philomena requests that you and by requests i mean firmly demands that you go to the other cabin if you're going or point the crossbow off the edge of the airship if you're going to try shooting it without aiming properly Um, can't aim properly. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, there is one test that I want to try with Leyland, and that is um, shadows on moving objects. So that's me, like, uh, if he's stepping around between shadows, I want to take, like, a, a flat board or something and, like, toss it through the air, and, like, the underside of it will be in shadow. And I want to see how disorienting that is for him. He can, whew. excuse me. Uh, he can he can sense it, Leyland. You can sense the shadow on the underside. Um, you don't feel like it's dark enough to support transport without making some effort and some risk to your your personal form. Interesting. Um, okay. That was my only question. I, I am going to try one more thing, and it's going to try to mix forms. Okay. So one thing, another thing that, that Chad has um, <clears throat> a lot of experience with as far as wild shaping goes is, um, is being a bear. Um, so whether in summoning them or wild shaping into them. So he's going to wild shape into a bear, but picturing picturing um the um the chitinous um plating 
of a beetle. Okay. Armored bear. Make a yes. concentration check. Beardle. Turtle. Or, or, yeah, turtle. No, Beardle. Uh, Beardle. Oh, Beardle. Beardle be. Um, so, 18 base. You said concentration? Yep. 21. Uh, you succeed at this. You you become a chitin-plated bear. Sweet. So that's, so is there like, well, I guess it's my mental image, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess picture just kind of like a very polygonal-looking bear. Not much a fur. A poly. Yeah. <laughs> um... You know, some some fur poking out here and there, but send in your fan art from various PlayStation One epics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. The airship um, pulls or continues flying, and you see the edge of a landmass appear on the horizon. Uh, you can see Teliferous looking very wilted. My baby! Um, and sad. Posted in the ground on an island that is just off the main edge of the continent, uh, attached by chains. You've been here before. This is mm -hmm. the iconoclast HQ that's kind of on one of these little chained archipelagos off the side of Aldraxia. Um, surrounding Teliferous, at its base, is, uh, an encampment that looks like it's been there for a little while, of, uh, very fancy, elegant tents in the colors of the Nation of Sildal. So pretentious. <laughs> They're very, yeah, ornate, fancy, uh... Says the elf. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you're like a rugged elf, you know? Yeah. Like, you've got street cred. Never lived that life, so... Yeah. that life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they got nothing on the Shadow Claw. Correct. And then, uh... Yeah, so it looks like we're... Our airship is descending down towards the... Like, the actual HQ here? Yes. Philomena gets up and starts navigating rather than just setting a course. So, um, are there any signs of like fighting that have taken place, or nope? Okay, a stalemate. Um, as you fly in, you can see Basil and Ivy like having tea with a couple of elves out on the lawn. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, this is a warning to all of you. If they've made friends with Basil and Ivy, you have to be nice. What? They're animals! No, no offense, Layla. No. no. But, okay. Can we make an those, exception? Those elves are not my elves. I, or, I you can say whatever you want about them. Okay, you have can about we make... a 17.67% chance of us not pissing them off. Yes. Oh, that's that's higher saying, than usual. That, that's what I'm saying. We want to take those odds and not make them worse. You what can't if change the odds? Kalanon Deloran, though. Oh, we imprinted ourselves on the ship. As soon as they see that we're back, it's, they're just going to get pissed and leave. They're going to pick up their toys and go home. Okay. So, and if they don't, we're not going to antagonize them. Unless it's Kalanon Deloran. We're not going to antagonize them. If they antagonize us, then it's self-defense, okay? True. But I'm just saying, don't come in being like, oh, what are you doing? Get out of here. Just, let's just get back and try and make things as, well, we can't uh -huh. make it normal anymore. Never mind. Uh-huh. I have to say, there's no way we could piss off the elves more than they already pissed. After yeah. But if Basil like, and I Ivy have gotten some kind of good rep with them... Out. We've spent a year gallivanting around with their sacred tree ship. Like we've been treating it, it nice. Yeah, but no matter how we nice you treat it, we are into like a dragon into a side of a mountain. <laughs> okay, <laughs> look, we don't need to know the about that. The non-terrajux bunch of us have treated it nice. 
You're forgetting it, about the brineswell maneuver. Hey, the non-pilots of us <laughs> who treated it nice. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's go inside and get menaced by uh, what's her face, whose name I'm forgetting. Valente. Yeah. yeah. Let's oh, let's get oh. it let's get it over with. Uh, and indeed, she is waiting on the roof of the building, <laughs> um, yeah. along with Angloria and Barian. Ah. Um, got uh, Barak, how's my hair? Uh, I don't know. Less it, gloopy. You still got a little bit of yeah. We haven't had a chance to shower. I you're not you're not fixing that. myself to perfection. Fair enough. Uh, as as usual, this means that every bodily contaminant is blasted by the wind onto everybody else nearby. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks for that. Great. Wonderful. It, Fall Rock, it just burns right off. Well, that's new. And, it's, and unsettling. It slicks, of... it slicks off of Desmond's and Ched sheds his skin. <laughs> oh, boy. Very unsettling. There's just like a Ched, there's like a Ched-shaped... <laughs> Molting Jed, husk. Yeah, a little maybe, husk on maybe, the ground. Ched, maybe you need to sit it out when we go. Decoy Ched. <laughs> Decoy Ched. Well, <laughs> let's let's worry about Valente before we worry about the elves. Yeah, one problem at a time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I am going to vault over the edge of the airship and no, plummet towards the don't. roof. Oh, please don't! It's too late. There, there, there he is. is. There he's gone. Yep. All right. Philomena uh, expertly pilots the the airship to land on the roof, and it's then that you notice that Fizzwidget Gamble Goose is also here. Oh, it's the whole gang. No, not even a little bit. I it's mean, most it's like, of the gang. It's some of the gang. It's like the good parts of the gang. Maravaggio is not here. Yeah, I know. I was about to say. Neither is the head scrivener. I'm gonna be real. Head Scrivener's kind of a drag. What? I don't know. He gets me down. Maravaggio's not a good part of the gang. He's the best part of the gang. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Um, The Scrivener, like, understandably so, but the Scrivener's just been really depressing lately. You you haven't seen him in six months. Yeah, Yeah, but the last time I saw him, he was like, "Oh, my brother was filled full of spikes. Oh, Oh, this is the end of dwarven society." And I'm like, "Yes, you're correct, but also." God damn. <laughs> Teradus is a sociopath. <laughs> what else is new? Oh my god, your brother, yeah. your brother died? Oh, that's so sad. Um, anyway, uh, Fizzwidget Gamble Goose steps out uh, sort of from behind Volanthe and uh, goes over to the airship and presses some buttons on the control panel and exits it, and it compacts itself into a briefcase. Gold. Which he then picks up, and then teleports away, without saying a word to any of you. Yeah. Um, Balrock, I want it! Well. Which one? The airship or or Gamble Goose? I said I'm gonna pilot that thing! Um... Teradrex, you do get to the the landing platform, the roof of the building, about five minutes before the airship lands. Yeah, uh, the the way this works is I will uh, alight gracefully, uh, give a flourishing Juxian bow, uh, a single finger pistol to Angloria, and then uh, turn to face uh, Volante and be like, see, we're fine. Her sword is leveled at your throat. And I, I allow this. I let it be there. I step a little bit closer so that she knows that if she needed to, she could kill me in a heartbeat. Because this is the relationship we have. She already knew that. <laughs> but I, I make it easier for her. Um, and impressively, she holds the sword there the entire time it takes for the airship I, to arrive. I'm fucking amazed by this. Uh-huh. Uh, her arm does not even shake a little bit. Those shoulder muscles. Uh-huh. Dante, what is your workout routine? Amazing. It, it would kill you. I have no <laughs> doubt. Um, 
and then the rest of the party arrives and Fizzwidget does does his dealio with compacting it up and disappearing and uh, Philomena looks at Volanthe and Volanthe sighs and lowers her sword uh, and Philomena says I don't think that they are any immediate danger to us and if they were going to turn into monsters they would have done so a while ago something about them has stabilized with the hatchling blood. This is the power of friendship. Yeah, we're, we're always there for each other when times get tough. Unless... Except for, you know, in pizza parlors. <laughs> so... Yeah, Leyland! Oh, it's been six months! I bet we're allowed back in Stonies. I, I don't know that that's how that Lifetime works. Band. Stony there, has a been... long memory. <laughs> there's yeah. been time for the there, scars there's... to heal! Our picture is definitely still up on the wall. <laughs> but, uh, Chad goes, yeah, we're all stable! And then he belches fire. Yeah. Uh, Falrock, you instinctively know that you could catch this fire. I, yeah, I'm like going to. I'm just going to test it. Uh-huh. Well, just... you would be catching my hand, because that's me. We hold hands, then. Yeah. I am the fire. Farrar, you burped your own hand? Wait, wait a second. <laughs> well, it's a fire elemental's hand. Okay. <laughs> I Farrak, can hold that. Farrak reaches out and grabs your belched fire hand. And, hey! <laughs> uh, Farrak, That's rude, Shed. Yeah. High five. <laughs> no, we're, I'm holding hands until this dissipates. <laughs> no. Well, I, I reach my hand back out and I touch it and it melts with my hand. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Um, Philomena says to the group at large, but is looking at Angloria, um, they will need to be tested to see exactly what has happened to them in as much as we can understand it. And they will need to learn how to manage the new abilities that they are seemingly acquiring, or if nothing else, learn to control whatever the blood is doing to their them. She makes a vague gesture at you. Volanthe, I make a vague gesture at Ched. <laughs> Volanthe <laughs> lets out a huff and marches down the stairs from the roof, and it's very she's in plate mail, so clunk 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 clunk. Hi Volanthe, nice seeing you. It makes it feel any better. We didn't do anything to put ourselves in this position this time. So. Yeah, this one's 100% not our fault. We would also be very interested to learn how you got captured. You would be interested Same. to know that Those as two. well. So, you know, maybe... Honestly, Lori probably yeah. knows the most. Hmm. Is Maravaggio here? He like, isn't. Is anyone... Okay, well, maybe you need to ask him. Vicious. Because we were, we were parked there when it went down. We were parked there. The sky got all funny. We went on high award. Aquila said not to go anywhere. We, for some reason, listened to Aquila. You should and always listen to Aquila. crazy shit started to happen. There was no wind. Zero wind. Yeah, it was fucked up. And, and, and yet we stayed. Maybe not our finest move, but, you know, all signs pointed to, at the time, you know. Put the ship on high, high alert. Apparently Tarjux played catch with his dad. I got engulfed by shadows. I was just trying to lull him into a sense of security so I could stab him. Sure. <laughs> I throw the ball at him and then I run really fast at him so I can... I figured, you know, what, what? what's the harm in getting, like, a couple rounds of catch-in before I, you know, avenge myself and my mother, but... Wait, wait, hang on. Where's the, is our crew still on the ship? Oh, shit. I forgot we had crew. Yeah, the dwarven crew. What happened to them? Oh, we're gonna have to pay them a lot of money. <laughs> well, this might help with knowing what happened, too. Yeah. Oh. Wait, and Basil and Ivy didn't know? Well, I imagine they figured out at some point. Right, but like they wouldn't have known what happened? Right. Like they what, just woke what? up and we were gone? Here's our crew. 
I sidle over to Angloria. Uh, this is very obvious because there's only like eight yeah. people on the roof, and no, no, no. But but I do it with like my magic heelys, so it's really subtle and cool. Your magic heelys, <laughs> yeah. Barian is trying not <laughs> got, to laugh at you. Got little air wheels on your heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I sight it and go, hey. Hello. Been a while. Glad you're okay. I... Six months. A lot has happened, I'm sure. Hope you've been well. I'm sure. I've been well. I've been working <laughs> working hard. Great, great, yeah. Well, looking forward to getting back into it. Uh, you didn't hear anything about from... Basil and Ivy about like how we got kidnapped or uh, anything like that. Um, maybe TJM would know. Any any lead? Basil uh, and I. I'll just I'll just pop over to Teliferous and ask him. You know, absolutely not. She grabs you by the sleeve and pulls you down to earth. Yeah, that's what he was wanting. There uh, it is. And, <laughs> he got it. But he wears billowy clothes, so there's no actual. It's like a literally yeah, a yeah. fistful of sleeve. Oh. Um, it it's good enough. <laughs> I I on my back float back over and go. All right, I'll hang out here with you. Oh my god! She flicks a hand and a gust of wind blows you away from her. <laughs> Tumbling across the roof. Yes. Someone tell us where is our crew? Are they still? hold up on the ship i was gonna say alive yeah <laughs> well hope they're alive but you were saying basil and, ivy? basil and ivy when we asked them where you had gone after they arrived here um said that they had woken up one morning and you had vanished and the ship was in lockdown mode <gasps> They're the sussy bakas. <laughs> oh no! What? I I would like to. Uh, what if our request that Valanthe kill me? <laughs> what if our closest our closest allies are our closest enemies? Keep your friends close, but your really? enemies closer. You're right. Basil and Ivy have been the Basil's leaders of the, the true church the whole time. Basil's the big bad, remember? Yeah. It all makes so exactly much sense what Brandon now. Sanderson would do. So <laughs> it is. It is exactly what Brandon Sanderson would do. Um, your crew, some of them remain. A fair chunk of them left over the course of the time you were gone. Some have remained on the ship. Basil and Ivy have been paying them where they can. Well, looks like we know who the true crew members are. Yeah, if you want to look at your extended absence as some kind of twisted test of loyalty, sure. <laughs> she looks you over, all of you, not just Terrajux, um, and says, I think we probably have a lot of work to do. I suspect that many of you are, all of you are, suffering from some form of hatchling blood-induced change. Neuroses? Lycosis. I believe the neuroses were there before you were in injected, but we'll see what we, <laughs> if uh, anything new has cropped up. <laughs> That's just your garden variety childhood trauma, I'll tell you what. <laughs> she says, Philomena and I will be overseeing the study and training ourselves with Valente on call to make sure that you don't transform into horrible monstrous beings attempting to destroy the fabric of reality. On call, she... Like, that will be her greatest honor if she has the opportunity. Like, the moment that we so much as breathe too hard. She will and be ready. Leyland, to... you do breathe really hard. I didn't want to bring it up, but like all of you are very loud when you breathe. I think there's something wrong with your ears, Tarjux. My ears are working great. I think they're working too well. Yeah. You might be right. Philomena mm -hmm. interjects here and says, Then I suggest 
that you breathe softly. Thank you. Now, we have a lot of work to do. We have no idea how long it will take. So, what we will do next is each of you will talk to one of the two of us individually and discuss what has changed, what you've noticed is different since you have woken up from where you were imprisoned. And from there, we will decide the best course of action to move forward. Volante will be present for each of these interviews, of course. And uh, hopefully we can move in a positive direction and one that benefits us, and she gestures to all of you, generally speaking, and works to the detriment of the true church. Does that sound agreeable? Yes. Yeah. Get back really out there. Have, I don't think we really have a choice, but yeah. Excellent. Let's begin. And that's where we're going to stop, because that's a nice little bit of juxtaposition. Yep. Uh, oh, literature. <laughs> <laughs> Literary techniques. Whoa! Alright, fine. You write the Alchemist Club. I, I feel so comparisoned. <laughs> I feel foiled. Alright, alright, we're gonna put a stop to this before you, you mock my literary devices any further. No, 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 Ch Chet is, uh... Chad does not want Volante in his interview, but... You don't have a choice. Oh, I, I want her there. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Enemies to lovers. 500 words. <laughs> I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master for uh, this Alchemist Club adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com. Our socials, Matthew... You can find us at the Alchemist underscore Club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventures are Daniel playing Chet Fleek. Daniel playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt and I play Leoman. Waffle playing the eminently stabbable Tarja Tycho. Thanks for joining us. Bubba Booey. <laughs> <laughs>